podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ready? Happy Friday, episode 516 of Coach Unplugged. Can't believe it's Friday. Can't believe the holidays are a knocking. Today, we're going to talk about follow or not follow at the end of the game. Um, kind of like the chicken or the egg, which one comes first. Um, before we dive into that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. should ask for one under the tree. You should ask for ttubes.com. Uh, my baby, what allows us to bring this um, under the tree too. So go over and check it out. You won't get better prices than you're going to get right now in either one of them. So go over and check them out. and Have a great holiday season coming up next week. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, this week's episode uh, is brought to you by the people over at teachhoops.com. Uh, I want you to go check it out. It's the resource for any coach who wants to get better. Um, I should love that tagline. Uh you know, it doesn't matter where you are in your coaching journey. Uh, you can be an, a beginning coach. You can be a, an experienced coach like myself. Um, if you're looking to start, if you're looking to grow, if you're looking for resources, if you're looking for videos, if you're looking how to run your man offense, all of us, especially this time of year, are looking for those kind of things. It's here um, on teachhoops.com. It's here for you. Uh, so please check them out. Um, they're the ones that that allow me to have the time to, to be able to do this, uh, this podcast and, and do all those kind of things. So check them out over there. Um, if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for somebody just to bounce ideas off of, that's the place to go. Um, 14 day free trial. Can't, can't miss with that. Um, see what it's like, see if it's something for you. All right. So this week's episode. So, um, I'm a couple weeks into the season and, um, I had a couple close games. Luckily, we've won both of them. But uh, I'm going to give you a scenario. I'm going to have you think about how you would handle this scenario, and then I'll kind of tell you what I did with this specific situation. Um, so, big rival. Um, we end up this year to be uh, preseason. We were fifth in the state of Wisconsin. The team we were playing. The first game of the season was the fourth rank. So it was in front of a couple thousand people, packed gym. First game of the season for us. Second game of the season for them. And close game. Unbelievable. I mean, it was like a, it was like a March game. Game went back and forth and back and forth. and um, We had one of the last punches. And we were up three. Now, I'm going to guess the score because I don't have it in front of me, but I want to say it was like 56-53. Um, it was their ball with 7.5 seconds to go. So they had to go the full length of the court in seven and a half seconds. They had no timeouts left. So they're up three. Um, so 55-52, we'll say. I don't exactly remember what it was. They have to go the full length of the court um, to score. They had seven and a half seconds. I had one full timeout. They had no timeouts left at this point. Um, and I think the question that everyone has and every, the thing that's on everybody's mind is what do you do at that point? Um, do you foul or don't you foul? Um, we were in the double bonus. They were either in the single or double bonus too. Um, my center had fouled out at that point. 
So what do you do? Do you foul? Um, or do you let them go and get a shot off with seven and a half seconds to go? I'm going to tell you what I did. Here's what I did. Um, we called a timeout. So we still had one timeout after that one. So they took, they were going to take the ball with seven and a half seconds. Um, we pressured the ball. We did not foul. Um, and one of the reasons was I was, you know, basically the game was over if they scored a two at that point. There's a couple things I would do differently, but they got a decent shot off and didn't make it. We ended up winning it. Um, but we didn't foul at that point. Um, because they didn't have any timeouts left. Because I knew if I got it, it's not like the college or pro game where the clock stops if they score. So I knew if it was if we could take two and a half seconds off the clock that we just wouldn't throw the ball in and we would win if it was a two-pointer or if they, yeah. Um, so that was one of my thoughts with that was, you know, there's really no way unless they hit a three. Now, a lot of people, you know, I think there's a, a high school coach in Texas that basically onside kicks every time and always goes on fourth down. Um, I think he's a stats teacher or a math teacher like I am. So I think the the general thought is foul at that point. You know, how often do somebody does somebody miss a free throw, get the rebound, and then put it back in? Yeah. I mean, if there's one timeout left, I might foul at that point. Um, if, I mean, if they have one timeout and are able to stop the clock, I might do that. Um, there's a lot of different factors. If my best rebounder isn't sitting next to me on the bench having fouled out, I maybe do that. Um, but in that situation, I didn't foul. It worked out. I've, had, I've been in the situation. They come down, and then, you know, obviously we're going to overtime at that point. My, you know, and I am a math teacher. I'm a stats teacher by profession. Um, but my gut always tells me don't put points on the board. I don't like giving the opponent points. Now, the math teacher in me tells me how often have we seen the foul happen, the miss free throw, they get the ball back, and they score. Not very, not very often. So, in retrospect, probably if it was less than five seconds, less than six seconds, I'd probably foul. I'd probably put him on the free throw line, tell my guys to box out, and let's go. Because we're a pretty good free throw shooting team. Um, so I think it's really, I think it's a really hard thing to figure out which way to go on that. And it was the first game of the season. We had, you know, had eight practices, ten practices, whatever. So we hadn't really worked on our situational stuff, too which I think comes into play as much as anything. So um, it goes back to you have to practice that stuff. Uh, you better practice end-of-game stuff. You better practice what are we going to do, how are we going to foul, um, how are we going to handle loose balls, how are we going to handle jumping out of bounds, all that kind of stuff. And that, that, might, be a, that might be a good podcast for later. But um, just something for you as a, as, a, as a basketball coach, doesn't matter, again, the level. You know, how are you going to handle that situation? Are you going to foul? Or are you not going to foul? Um, I think it's an important thing to think about before you get in the situation. It's that whole, you know, you can't can't expect the kids to perform um, and do what they need to do in those situations unless you practice them. So you should be practicing down five with three minutes to go. You should be practicing um, up two with a minute and a half to go. 
those situational things are super important and they get even more important. doesn't matter which season it is on. If you go in your youth season, if you go in your high school season, if you go in your college season or your, you know, your traveling team season, as you go along and as you get better at running other things, boom, you should be able to, um, be able to work on those things. You know, you're out of bounds plays. You probably know pretty effectively at that point. All right. So just a thought again, let me throw it out there, teachhoops.com, 14-day free trial for you. Go check it out. I mean, we I mean, there there's there's 60 plus hours of just long videos. If you want to learn how to run a 131 zone, you want to learn how to run a motion man, you want drills for practice. We have tons of those things. We have mini lessons every week. Um, that will go through specific things you'll need for your youth team or your high school team or your college team or your travel team. Um, there's resources, there's playbooks, there's all sorts of stuff. I mean, it. so I made it a membership site. Um, I wanted people to come and go and, and, and to look at it and, and take the 14-day free trial. Um, see if it's something for you because I, yeah, I guarantee if you, if you check it out, you will not be disappointed. And, it's, and, and part of that membership is me. You know, if you email me, I'm going to respond. If you have a question, I'm going to respond. If you need help on a press break, I'm going to respond. Um, and I think that's a valuable resource. I would have loved that early in my career to have someone there to just bounce an idea off of. That has no, I mean, I have no agenda. Um, I just want to make you a better coach. So touch, check it out over at teachhoops.com. Have a great night. As a valued listener, use the coupon code SAVE20 to save 20% on your membership. Hey, Coach. Hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a written review. We love those written reviews a lot. Um, also, I would ask that you work on your craft just like we asked our players to work on their craft. Go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. And then if you're going to do any shopping, click that Amazon link down below. Use that. Bookmark that. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.